The following is a special sports presentation of UltimateSportsTalk.com. UltimateSportsTalk.com now presents... Mount St. Joseph Lions College Basketball. Today's game is brought to you by Invisible Ink Tattoo Removers at 866-219-0672. And in part by the Wishbone Tavern on Delhi Avenue. Iron sharpens iron. Call now at 513-383-9773. The Mount St. Joseph University. And Minutemen Staffing in Cincinnati. Call 513-579-0010. Mount St. Joseph University College Basketball is a presentation of UltimateSportsTalk.com. Now let's go to the floor for this Lions game. It's basketball time from the Harrington Center on the campus of Mount St. Joseph University. Good evening, everyone. I'm Dave Mitchell. Glad to have you along tonight as we entertain the Franklin Grizzlies and the Mount St. Joseph Lions. The Grizzlies all alone in third place. They cannot go up. They cannot go down. They are there for the tournament. They will play next Tuesday night against someone. They are 14-8 and eight overall and 10-6 and six in the Heartland Conference. They will start at the forward positions tonight. Number 11, Brittany Ballard. Ballard, a six-foot sophomore, averaging seven points per ball game. Taylor McDaniel will be at the other forward, number 23. She is a 5'4 senior, averaging five per ball game. Destiny Cross is in the middle, number 15. Cross, a 6'2 sophomore, averaging 8.6 an outing. Jenna Cowart will be at one guard. She's number five, a 5'11 freshman, averaging seven points a game. And the leading scorer for the Grizz is Bailey Walker. She is number 33 at the other guard, a 5'10 junior, averaging 15.3 points per ball game. So it's Ballard and McDaniel, Cross, Coward, and Walker for Dana Hagenjoss in her sixth year, 76 wins against 73 defeats. She is assisted by Chanel Poston, James Tater, and Kevin Hamilton. As far as the Lions are concerned, they will start at the forward position. Number three, Maddie Haberthy, a 5'5 junior. She leads the Lions in scoring at 18 points per ball game. Rachel Moody will be at the other forward, number 32, a 5'10 sophomore, averaging a point and a half. In the middle tonight, taking the place of Aaliyah Huff, who's out with a sprained ankle, will be Haley Scott. Scott, number 33, a 5'7 sophomore, averaging 3.8 points per ball game. And in the backcourt will be number five, Jaleel Fair Harris. Fair Harris, a 5'6 junior, averaging three points per game. And Chloe Jansen will be at the other guard, number 24, a 5'7 freshman, averaging five and a half points per contest. So it's Jansen, Haberthy, Fair Harris, Moody, and Scott for Dan Benjamin in his sixth year at the helm of the Lions. 48 wins, 103 losses, and he is assisted by Abby Fector and Blake Benjamin. Lions come in after losing to Earlham on Saturday, 55-45. to They're adorned in their gold uniforms with blue numerals and lettering and white trim. As far as Franklin is concerned, they're in their dark blue road uniforms with gold numerals and lettering and the gold trim down the sides. It is cross and Scott in the center circle. The tip is controlled by the mount in the backcourt. 
to Rachel Moody, and we are underway here at the Harrington Center. Lions going from left to right across your computer screen. Franklin starts out in the man-to-man defense, and Jaleel Fair-Harris has the basketball in the left of the front court. Between the circles on the right wing, it goes to Scott. Scott with it, now between the circles on the dribble. Back over to Harris, right wing outside the arc. Dribbles to the free throw line, now back out front to the three-point arc around a pick set by Jansen. Kicks it off into the right corner to Moody for the long three. Hit the back iron, nope. And the rebound knocked free. It chased down and is taken down by Scott. Dumps it off underneath the Haberthy. Pump fake, left of the lane, put it up and in. Maddie Haberthy with her first two of the ball game, and the Lions lead the ball game early at two to nothing. Into the front court is Walker. Walker top of the circle, gets it off on the left-hand side to Coward. Kicks it off to Cross, right baseline corner, shot from three, no good. And the rebound taken down by Chloe Jansen. Jansen will bring it up, crossover dribble, got knocked free, but she picks it back up. And it's back out front to Maddie Haberthy, and Haberthy will reset the offense with 20 on the shot clock. She throws the ball off the foot of Jenna Coward, so the kicking violation will reset the shot clock back to 20, and the Lions will have it just to the left of the bench for Franklin in the front court. Putting in at play will be Jansen. Jansen looking things over, and she'll get the ball inbounds to Fair Harris near the center circle. Harris with the basketball. Guarded by Walker, looking on the left-hand side. Now looks underneath, can't find anyone. Kicks it off into the right corner to Scott. Back out front, it goes to Haberthy. She's going to drive the lane all the way to the hole. Lays it up again, too hard. And the rebound taken down by Jenna Cowart of Franklin. She'll bring it from right to left into the front court. Got the ball knocked free, but right into the hands of Cross. And she gets it over to McDaniel. McDaniel top of the key with the right-hand dribble. Slip, fell down. Harris knocked it free. Ball loose on the floor. And it will be a jump ball. Called out front as Harris tied up Bailey Walker, and since the mound had the ball to open up the ball game, it will be going to Franklin on the alternating jump ball. Now, I hesitated on that because the underneath official came in to talk about the rollover that Walker had, but no call there, so Franklin gets the ball back on the jump ball. On the right-hand side, it goes to Coward. Coward dumps it off right of the lane. And it goes to Ballard. Ballard back out front to Cross all the way to the holes. Threw up a left-hand scoop shot. Missed everything. And the rebound taken down by Jansen. Jansen will bring it the other way to the top of the key. Tried to get it over to Haberthy. And it's taken away on the play by Coward. Up the floor on the run to Walker. Lit it up with the left hand. Good. Walker ties the ball game at two apiece on the turnover by the Lions. And Jansen will bring it up. And a foul is going to be called. As Jansen was bringing the ball up the floor on Taylor McDaniel. The senior picks up her first and the first against either team. 7.54 remaining to go in the first quarter, and Jansen will put it in play near the timeline on the far side. Does to Harris. Harris gets a bounce pass to the right elbow, and it goes to Rachel Moody. Hands it back off to Harris. Right wing Scott. Scott with it with a left-hand dribble. Stops, pops it right of the circle. No good off the back iron. And the Lions continue to miss shots from three-point range. Up the floor is McDaniel. McDaniel's going to take it to the hole, and she's going to be fouled across the arm by Haley Scott. Scott picks up her first. First against the Lions, but going to the line will be McDaniel because she was putting the shot up. McDaniel, 5'4", senior, had just a point in the initial outing. She's averaging five a game, shooting 66% from the stripe this year. Hangs that one on the iron and gets the roll. McDaniel with her first point of the ball game. And it's 3-2. to two. Franklin with their first lead of the contest. 
McDaniel line left, spins it, shoots it, missed that one off the front iron, and a good box out by Haley Scott, picks up the rebound off the floor and gets it off to Jansen. Jansen got bumped by McDaniel, and the ball's going to go out of bounds off of Jansen. The officials all look at each other, and nobody called the foul. McDaniel bumped into Jansen. Jansen fell down. The ball went out of bounds, and on the turnover, it'll give it back to Franklin. They'll inbound it at midcourt, and the ball will be inbounded out near the center circle to Ballard. Ballard gets it over on the right-hand side to Cowart. Now top of the key to Walker. Walker down left of the lane to Ballard, and it's knocked out of bounds. Looked like Maddie Haberthy got her hand on it, so it will stay with Franklin underneath their own bucket. 21 on the shot clock. 7-17 on the game clock. McDaniel will put it in play on the baseline underneath their own bucket on the right. Looking underneath for Cross, feeds it off to Walker. Right baseline three, no good. And the rebound taken down by Chloe Jansen. Jansen now will bring it up, lobs it into the front court to Scott, right wing, back out to Jansen. Jansen to the line, right side of the lane, back over to Haberthy, left sideline, now up front to Harris. Harris with the top of the key around a pick by Scott, all the way to the hole, kicks it off to Scott on the right wing for the three, no good again, and the rebound knocked free off the floor, picked up by McDaniel, and a foul is going to be called on Jaleel Fair-Harris. That is the first foul against Jaleo and the second against the Lions as a team with 6.52 remaining in the first quarter. Mackenzie Markham will check into the ball game for Harris, who just picked up that foul. Markham, 5'4 junior, averaging 6.5 points a game. She had 8 in the first outing on free throws. McDaniel into the front court. Lions in the man-to-man with the basketball top side. Walker now gets it back out to Ballard. Ballard swings it over on the right-hand side to Cowart. Right of the lane to Cross. Backing in against Moody. Put it up short. Cross again. Tipped it up and in. Cross is a load down low. She's got her first two. And it's 5-2 to two Franklin. Haberthy will bring it up the left side. Now across the timeline into the front court. Stops top of the circle. Haberthy against the pressure. Gets it off to Jansen. Now they run the two-man game. With Haberthy top of the key for the three. Maddie tied it up with the three. Maddie's got five in the ballgame, and we're knotted up at five. 6.05 to go in this first quarter. McDaniel will bring it the other way from right to left. Gets it off to Ballard for the three. Got it. Boy, she has got range outside her first three, and Franklin has regained a three-point lead at 8.5. 5.52 remaining to go in the first quarter. With it is Moody. Hands it off. To Maddie Haberthy, back over to Jansen, left of the front court, to the top of the key, bounce pass left elbow to Scott, back to Jansen for the long three right side, no good. Rebound chased down in the corner by Taylor McDaniel, her second of the evening. Brings it across the timeline to the left-hand side, down onto the baseline to Ballard for the three-two again, and she hit that one from 17 feet, just inside the three-point arc, and excuse me, that was Walker, so she's got four, and it's a five-point Franklin lead, ten to five. With it is Markham. Top of the circle around a pick by Scott. Down to the left baseline. Spins, pivots, gets it back out front to Jansen. Jansen with 5'10 remaining to go in the quarter. Has it on the left of the front court. Around a pick by Scott. All the way to the hole. She'll throw up the floater off the glass and rim. Nope. Rebound taken down by Destiny Cross. Cross got her hands on it. Gets it up the floor to Ballard. Ballard on the right-hand side to Walker. Trying to throw it back to Ballard. And it's intercepted on the play by Haley Scott. She'll get it up the floor to Haberthy up the right sideline. Haberthy now between the circles with the left-hand dribble with 4.45 remaining to go in this first quarter. Gets a bounce pass, sideline right. 
to Chloe Jansen, and she'll reset the offense now with 10 on the shot clock. Got the ball knocked away by McDaniel. Jansen, crossover dribble to the top of the key to the line, kicks it off on the right side to Markham. Markham left baseline from 12, hit the side of the backboard, and it goes out of bounds. Third turnover of the ballgame against the Lions, and now we're going to have the media timeout. 4.26 to go in this first quarter of play. Your score in the women's game here from the Harrington Center, Franklin 10. Mount St. Joseph 5 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. At Mount St. Joseph University, our mission is to provide students with an affordable, world-class education in a safe, comfortable, private school setting. Nearly 100% of our incoming undergraduate students receive scholarships, grants, or financial aid. And with small class sizes and a 98% undergraduate career placement rate, the Mount leads the way in educational value and student success. Discover your potential. Discover the Mount at msj.edu slash admissions. Every day is a great day at the Wishbone Tavern in the Doha Plaza. The Wishbone Tavern still serves the best wings and burgers in town, but now they offer brunch on Saturday and Sunday starting at 10 a.m. And for your next event, use the Wishbone Tavern's party room, capable of holding up to 60 people. Contact Nicole for a reservation. With a menu full of fresh ingredients, hand-breaded appetizers, and a relaxed family-type atmosphere, your good time will begin when you walk in the door. The Wishbone Tavern in the Delhi Plaza, a proud member of the community. Open Monday through Friday at 11, Saturday and Sunday at 10. Well, after that media timeout, the Lions down on the scoreboard 10-5. to 5. And Franklin will have it on the back baseline. Going on in Franklin, the Lions are leading right now 11-7 to over Franklin. That's with 14 minutes to go in the first half. Top of the key, Franklin has the basketball inside the lane. It goes to Walker, kicks it back over on the right-hand side as Cassidy Yant is into the ballgame. Yant gets the basketball back over on the left-hand side to Isabella Ratliff, who just came in, and Ratliff puts it up and in for the bucket. So Ratliff with her first two. And the Grizz are on top, 12-5. to Into the front court comes Haberthy. Top of the key to the right of the lane. Now outside the three-point arc. She's going to launch the three-pointer. Got it! Haberthy. If she's not the player of the year, I don't know who is right now. And She's got eight points in the ball game and bringing it up on the play is Ballard. And she throws it away and out of bounds. Turnovers right now, even at two apiece. Lions shooting 50%, or excuse me, 25% from the field on two of eight. Franklin shooting 50% on four of eight. Jansen will bring it across the timeline. Guarded by Ratliff. Jansen, crossover dribble, left side, gets a bounce pass on the back door to Markham. Feeds over in the right corner to Schoolfield for the three. Got it! Maggie Schoolfield with her first point to the ball game, and it's 12 to 11 as she's got three. Lions fall back into a 2 3 zone. With it on the right-hand side is Acock. Acock gets it down into the right-hand corner to Ratliff. Ratliff back out front, goes to Acock, right of the lane, put up the shot. No good, and the rebound taken down by Maggie Schoolfield. Schoolfield gets it up the floor to Jansen into the front court. Jansen crossover dribble, left of the lane, all the way to the hole, put it up off the glass, rim it in. Jansen with her first two, and the Lions have regained the lead at 13-12, to 2.50 to go in this first quarter of action. And now Maddie Haberthy, who stepped out of the ballgame for a short breather, checks back in. Chloe Jansen's now going to get a breather. And Carly Dalton is into the ballgame for Haley Scott. 
So the Lions have got Cameron McCool into the ballgame also, along with Schoolfield, Dalton, Haberthy, and Markham. Ball got loose over underneath the bleachers on the left-hand side, so putting it in play. Finally, Franklin will bring it across into the front court. Cowart gets it back over on the right-hand side to Walker. Walker top of the circle, got the ball knocked free, but Yant chased it down. Now top side, Acock. Acock over on the left-hand side, back to Walker. Walker back over on the right side to Acock, put it up no good. Ratliff got the rebound, put it right back up and in. Boy, one of the keys we said in the ballgame was the Lions had to be able to rebound, and so far they're not doing it. Offensively, Franklin has got three offensive rebounds early in this game. Haberthy all the way to the hole. She's going to throw up a wild shot. It goes out of bounds. Was blocked out by Ratliff. So it will stay with the mound underneath their own bucket. Jessica Nix into the ball game along with Lindsay Frege. Everybody knows that if you substitute freely in the first three quarters, you can run down the Lions in that fourth quarter. Earlham showed it on Saturday, and that's exactly what... Dana Hagenjoss is trying to do here this a- this evening as she is substituting freely in this first quarter. Haberthy with the basketball. Looked for the long three. Got it off to McCool. Left and lane. Put it up with the left hand. Off the glass. Got it. Cameron McCool with her first two. And the Lions have regained the lead at 15-14. to 14. Into the front court comes Franklin. They get the ball off to Ratliff. Ratliff feeds it off to Frege. Frege down on the right of the lane to Walker. Now back over on the left-hand side to Yant for the three. Got it. Cassidy Yant has got her first three. And Franklin has taken the lead once again by two this time at 17-15. Into the front court is Haberthy with a minute 20 to go in the first quarter. Gets it to McCool. Top of the key. Haberthy for the three again. Got it again. Maddie has got 11 of the 18 points that the Lions have here tonight. And they lead at 18-17. A minute left to go in the first quarter. On the right-hand side, Frege swings it around the left-hand side to Acock. Underneath the Knicks, and she put an elbow into McCool and knocked her down. And the offensive foul will be called on Jessica Nix. That is her first and just the second against Franklin as a team. It's been a well-played first quarter here from the Harrington Center. Both teams with two fouls each. Markham against the full court pressure. 1-2-2 zone press put on now by Franklin. And the Lions get it to Markham, and Markham will bring it across the timeline into the front court. Markham with the basketball, feeds it off to Haberthy. Haberthy on the left side of the front court has it. Now top of the circle, bounce pass to McCool inside the key. Back to Haberthy, drives right of the lane, kicks it outside to Dalton, down into the right corner to Haberthy. Haberthy to the right of the lane, stops, back over to Dalton, right corner, spins it back out front, intercepted by Ratliff. Ratliff will get it up the floor on the run herself from right to left to the top of the key. Spins on the right wing, knocked it off of her knee and out of bounds. Back to the Lions. 28.2 seconds to go in this first quarter of action. Now, Chloe Jansen and Haley Scott will come in. Dalton and Schoolfield will leave for the Lions. They will put it in at three-quarter court on the far side. Jansen Looking against the zone, inbounds it to Haberthy. Got the ball knocked free and out of bounds by Frege, and it will stay with them out, but they'll have it up near the timeline. Just a couple of seconds elapsed. 26.6 left to go in the first quarter. Lions lead it by a point, 18-17, and they have the basketball. Haberthy 
Just walks it across the timeline and will stand out near the timeline with the dribble. Now she's going to dribble around the left-hand side. Stops back out front to McCool. McCool kicks it back out front to Jansen. Ten seconds to go in the quarter. Jansen, crossover dribble, left side of the front court. Crossover dribble again all the way to the hole. Laid it up and in here. Jansen's got four, a second to go, and no shot put up by Franklin at the end of the quarter. We've played one from the Harrington Center. It's Mount St. Joseph 20, the Franklin Grizz 17 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Life should be enjoyed, so get up and start. At Iron Sharpens Iron Personal Training, they develop a healthy relationship with you and provide a positive, encouraging environment to train. The staff at Iron Sharpens Iron will set up a personal training system that fits you and you alone. And your first session is free. Are you ready to have fun and get in shape? Iron Sharpens Iron serves the greater Cincinnati area. Check them out at isi-pt.com. That's isi-pt.com. Or call them today at 513-748-1538. Minutemen Staffing in Cincinnati has been helping companies large and small meet their production challenges for over 35 years. What makes Minutemen Staffing different? The people. Minutemen Staffing has learned never to take a customer for granted. We feel a sense of honor and humility, giving you an opportunity to work. Learn what sets us apart from the other staffing agencies. Minutemen Staffing, located in Fairfield at 6600 Dixie Highway. Minutemen Staffing. Call today, 579-0010. Dave Mitchell back here at the Harrington Center where the women are leading the Franklin Grizz 20 to 17. We are not with the men tonight because the men on that loss to Earlham on Saturday were eliminated from postseason contention, but they are leading right now against first place Franklin 21-20. If they would win tonight, it would be the second time they have beaten a first place team this year. They beat Transylvania in the last home game here at the Harrington Center just a week ago. They lead it right now, 23-20, with eight minutes to go in the first half over in Franklin. Here, at the end of the first quarter, Lions with the three-point lead and the basketball to open up the second quarter. 20-17, to Jaleel Fair-Harrison back into the ball game, along with Chloe Jansen, Rachel Moody, Maddie Haberthy, and Haley Scott. Jansen, bounce pass goes to Moody. Back inside on the right side of the lane to Jansen. Down to Haberthy. Right wing to Jansen. Jansen to the free throw line. Dribbled it off of her left foot and out of bounds. Back to the Franklin Grizz. Turnovers even the four apiece. Lions in that first quarter. Eight of 16 from the field from 50%. Four of eight from three-point range. Also 50%. Franklin shooting 50% also on seven of 14. And they were two of five from three-point range for 40%. With the McDaniel back into the ballgame, feeds it off to Cross. Cross dribbles inside the lane, stops, dribbles to the right side, kicks it off on the right baseline to Walker for the 15-footer. Got it. Bailey Walker with six, and it's a one-point ball game again as Franklin continues with the full-court pressure. Lions break it, though, as Jansen brings it across to the line, to the lane, throws it up off the glass rim, no good, and Destiny Cross grabbed the rebound. Cross clears it up the floor, into the front court to Ballard, not a walker, baseline left to Cowart, she'll put up the shot from the left side, no good, got her own rebound, put it back up too hard, rebound taken down by Ballard, no again, Ballard got it back, it'll be a jump ball as Rachel Moody jumped in and tied up Bailey Walker, excuse me. Walker got the rebound, but boy, Franklin really crashed the boards well offensively in that first quarter. They had three offensive rebounds. They had two of them on that possession there alone. And now the officials will go over to the sideline and try to get the shot clock 
set. It'll stay at 19 with 8.58 left to go in the quarter. And after that jump ball, Franklin gets it back. Walker puts up the shot. No good. Rebound. Knocked down. Three long Mount St. Joseph girls are down, including Maddie Haberthy and Chloe Jansen. Jansen looked like she came right down on the stomach of Maddie Haberthy. And Haberthy looked over to the trainer. The trainer was about ready to come out and take a look at her. And Maddie just looked over at her and said, no, I'm fine. And now she's up and walking off up to the other end of the floor. Jansen could have literally sprained her ankle or hurt her knee as she came right down on the stomach of Maddie. Lions will have the basketball with 8.52 remaining to go in the first half. Jansen will put it in play against the 1-2-2. Jansen inbounds it, sideline left to Moody, back to Jansen. Jansen in the center of the floor, brings it across the timeline into the front court. Jansen, left-hand side, tried to get a bounce pass to Haberthy, and Haberthy went to the bucket instead of away from the bucket, and the turnover gives it back to Franklin. 8.43 remaining to go in the... First half, 27-26, Franklin has taken the one-point lead over the Mount St. Joseph men. 20-19, here the Mount with the basketball. McDaniel, crossover dribble all the way to the hole, laid it up with the left hand, no. Cross went over the top, picked up the rebound, forces a back up, no. Cross again, put it right back up, and she's going to be fouled. Cross picked up two offensive rebounds on that possession, and now will go to the line for her efforts. She is a horse on the boards, folks. That's why the loss of Aaliyah Huff here tonight is so monumental for the Lions. Cross, line right, shoots it, got it. Line left, excuse me, she's got three. Shooting 63% from the strike. Ties the ball game up at 20. Second one by Cross, gives Franklin the lead at 21-20. Now coming in, Mackenzie Markham for the Lions, and leaving will be Jaleel Fair-Harris, as Cross has got four. 21-20 Franklin. Jansen will put the ball in play, does to Markham in the left corner in the backcourt. Markham will bring it across the timeline into the frontcourt. They start out in a 1-2-2 and then drop into the man-to-man. With it between the circles, Markham. Bounce pass goes to Rachel Moody. Picked up by Cross near the timeline. Cross gets it back over on the left-hand side to Walker. Walker down over to Ballard for a 17-footer left corner. Got it. Ballard has got five in the ball game, and it's a three-point lead for Franklin. Haberthy will bring it across into the front court for the Lions. She'll take it from left to right to the right elbow. Crossover dribble to the left of the lane. Put it off with the left hand. Good. Haberthy has got 13. And it's a one-point Grizzly to 23-22. McDaniel the other way. The senior, 5-4. Point guard gets it over on the left-hand side. And it goes to Walker. Walker dumps it off to Cross left of the lane. Cross is going to be tied up by Manny Haberthy. And the ball will go right back to Mount St. Joseph. Carly Dalton will check in now for Rachel Moody for the Lions. Also leaving the ball game is Brittany Ballard. Ballard checks out and back into the contest for Franklin is going to be Isabella Ratliff. So Ratliff is right on Markham right now and Markham spins to her right. Gets away from her. Gets it over into the left-hand corner to Haley Scott. Scott behind the back dribble. Sideline left. Still with the dribble. Hands it off to Jansen. Jansen around a pick by Scott between the circles. Around a pick by Haberthy. To the left elbow. To the right of the lane. Gets it off into the right corner to Dalton for the three. Got it! 
Carly Dalton has got three, and the Lions have taken the lead again at 25-23. Now they fall back into that 2-3 zone. McDaniel, sideline right, goes underneath the Ratliff, knocked out of bounds by Dalton, so it will stay with the Grizz underneath their own bucket. Bailey Walker, looks like she is exhausted that this pace is really wearing on her a little bit. McDaniel will put the ball in play right of her own bucket on the baseline. McDaniel inbounds the basketball to Ratliff. Ratliff, double team, cross-court pass, goes into the hands of Walker. Jumps inside the three-point arc for the 17-footer. Nope, and Carly Dalton took down the rebound. Dalton will get it up the floor. It goes to Haberthy all the way to the bucket. Stops, pops it from five. Nope, and the rebound will take be taken down by Coward. Coward will get it into the front court with a left-hand dribble. Kicks it off the cross. Baseline left from 17. Got it. Cross with six. If she ever gets that shot down consistently, she is going to be tough to guard the next two years. With it is Jansen in a 25-25 ball game. Gets it across the timeline. 6-12 to go in this first half. Scott with the basketball, left elbow, now dribbles to the right elbow. Gets it off to Markham, over to Haberthy. Haberthy left of the front court. Guarded by Coward. Haberthy around a pick by Scott to the free throw line. Backs outside the arc. Looks down low. Gets it to Scott at the free throw line. Four in the shot clock. Got it to Dalton. Dalton put up the shot. Blocked out of bounds by Cross as the shot clock expired. And the officials are going to say there should be one second put on the shot clock. Cross with her first block of the evening. Into the ball game now. Cassidy Yant. Yant has got three points in the ball game, and Cross will leave. Now McCool will come in, and Scott will leave. 5.50 to go, one on the shot clock. Jansen will put it in play underneath their own bucket. Lions will have to shoot it quickly. Jansen inbounds the basketball, knocked out of bounds, and that'll be a shot clock violation. 5.48 to go. Lions just... Didn't have enough time to get anything accomplished with just a second to go underneath their own bucket. We're tied at 25. McDaniel will bring it across into the front court for the Grizz. She'll get it on the right-hand side to Cowart. Back out front to McDaniel against the 2-3. On the left-hand side, Yant. Back to McDaniel to Cowart. Right baseline underneath the Ratliff. Got it underneath on a nice feed down low to Walker. And Walker has got eight in the ball game. And Franklin has taken the lead again at 27-25. 5.20 left to go in the first half. Haberthy, right side of the front court. Around a pick by McCool. Haberthy kicks it off to Jansen. Back to McCool. Now back to Jansen. Right wing as the Lions overload the right side of the front court. Jansen crossover dribble to the line. Kicks it off to Markham. Left wing for the long three-pointer. Missed everything. Rebound loose on the baseline. McCool tried to save it, but she knocked it right into the Franklin bench and out of bounds. So it will go back to... Franklin, five minutes to go in the first half. Media timeout. Your score from the Harrington Center. Franklin, 27, the Mount, 25 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Decided a tattoo you had done isn't for you anymore, but you don't want to go through the long, tedious, and sometimes painful removal process? Now you can have it removed using the innovative PicoWay laser technology from Invisible Ink Tattoo Removers. They're on the leading edge of tattoo removal. Located in Greater Cincinnati at 119 Fairfield Avenue in Bellevue, Kentucky. Schedule a free consultation today by calling 866-219-0672. Invisible Ink Tattoo Removers. 
Baseball is right around the corner, literally. This Sunday, the Mount St. Joseph Lions start the home portion of their baseball season against Otterbein at UC Health Stadium in Florence, Kentucky. Last year, the Lions were led by seniors Roman Rothwell, who hit 350, and Ryan Foley, who hit 296. Jeff Newman enters his seventh year as head coach of the Lions and looks to improve upon last year's nine-win season. I'm Dave Mitchell. First pitch is scheduled for 1 p.m. Sunday, and we'll hit the air starting at 12.50. Baseball is back as the Mount hosts Otterbein in the home opener Sunday at 12.50 only on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Well, one final score so far in women's basketball. Bluffton defeated Defiance tonight, 75-67. So Defiance right now is out of that four-way tie. That helps the Lions out because Bluffton goes to Transy on Saturday. And by the way, in the battle for first place, Transylvania leading or down by two to second place Hanover. 36-34, four minutes to go in the third. Ratliff, the other way for Franklin, put up the shot, blocked out of bounds. Looked like Dalton got the block, but it will stay with Franklin underneath their own bucket. Boy, this league this year in women's basketball has been topsy-turvy. Going on in Franklin right now, the Grizz, with three minutes to go, have opened up a ten-point lead. Inbounds pass, Walker for Franklin, left of the circle, got it up and in underneath the bucket. Walker has got ten. Franklin's opened up a four-point lead, 29-25. Again, Franklin leading it by 10 over the Mount St. Joseph men in Franklin, 40-30. Dalton falls to the floor, picks up the pass from Markham and got the ball right back to Markham. Now back out front to Aberthy. Aberthy gets the ball to McCool. McCool's going to drive left of the lane, throw up a high arching shot, no good. And Jenna Coward got the rebound. She'll get it up the floor to Ratliff, comes to a jump stop right of the lane, and gets it back out front to Walker, top of the key. McDaniel swings it over on the left-hand side to Yant. Yant pulls up from 15, left side, got it. Yant's got five. And the Lions are down by six, 31-25. Haberthy, top of the key, picks up her dribble, can't find anyone, now gets it over to Kumul and back out to Haberthy. Haberthy with the basketball, top of the circle. Gets a bounce pass to McCool. McCool with it, right side to Haberthy. Hands it off to Markham. Markham looking things right of the lane. She'll dribble down to the right of the baseline. Kick it off into the left corner to Dalton with four on the shot clock. Ball loose. Dalton gets it to McCool. McCool's got to put it up, and she will, but it will not count as it came after the shot clock had expired. Checking into the ball game, Ashlyn Aycock. A-clock came into the game, and now Dan Benjamin is going to use the timeout. 3.29 to go in this first half of action. We'll take one also. Franklin 31, the Mount 25. At Mount St. Joseph University, our mission is to provide students with an affordable, world-class education in a safe, comfortable, private school setting. Nearly 100% of our incoming undergraduate students receive scholarships, grants, or financial aid. And with small class sizes and a 98% undergraduate career placement rate, the Mount leads the way in educational value and student success. Discover your potential. Discover the Mount at msj.edu slash admissions. Well, this one's been a good one. Right now, the Grizz have opened up a largest lead that they've had here this evening of 6, 31-25. Ratliff on the floor, along with Yant. McDaniel will bring it across the timeline. Jessica Nix is back into the ballgame. And Acock. Acock has it on the left-hand side. Back to McDaniels. To the free-throw line to Nix. Back over to Acock. 15-footer left wing came up short. And the rebound comes down to Carly Dalton. And reaching in 
is Acock and picking up the foul. That is the first against Franklin here in the second quarter of play. 3.16 remaining to go. We told you, boy, it's been a well, clean played game here tonight. Both teams have committed just three fouls in the ballgame so far. With it is Haberthy in the backcourt against that full court pressure, and now she'll break it up the floor against Ratliff. Maddie will back it out between the circles with the right-hand dribble. Bounce pass goes to Haley Scott. Back over to Haberthy. Over to Scott, left side of the lane. Now back out front, Haberthy. Haberthy, left lane to the left elbow. 15-footer came up short, and the rebound taken down by Jessica Nix. Nix will clear it up the floor into the front court all by herself to the line to the lane. Got it knocked free. Picked off the floor by Jansen. Jansen brings it up for the Lions. Gets it left sideline to Haberthy. Long three. Hit the front iron. Nope, may have been just a step out of her range. And Nix gets it off the glass. Nix will bring it into the front court. Up the right-hand side to Ratliff. Right wing three. Nope. Ratliff, though. Or, excuse me, Nix got the rebound through an elbow into <laughs> Maggie Schoolfield like she did the last time. No call. And it will stay with Franklin underneath. And now Ratliff is going to leave the ball game. Nix is good with that little shoulder elbow move into your solar plexus. She is not afraid of putting some contact on somebody. She's got two rebounds in the ball game and had 12 in the first outing. Two and a half left to go in this first half. Putting it in play. Cowart gets it into Nix. Nix lost the handle. Gets it over on the right-hand side to Acock from 15. Nope. And the rebound taken down by Chloe Jansen. Jansen will bring it up the right side. Stop and go dribble. Top of the key to the right of the lane. Back out front to Scott. Bounce pass to Haberthy. Haberthy, triple team, gets it back over to Jansen. Jansen right at the front court, 17 on the shot clock. She'll reset the offense with 2.05 on the game clock. Jansen, bounce pass, kicked away and out of bounds by Franklin. Lindsay Frege kicking that ball out, so the shot clock will reset at 20. Maddie Haberthy is going to sit down with 2.05 remaining. And back into the contest is Cameron McCool. Jansen will put it in play in front of the Franklin bench. Inbounds it to McCool between the circles. Back over to Jansen. Jansen, two minutes to go in the first half. Gets a bounce pass to Scott. Scott on the right side goes to Markham. Markham, left sideline to Jansen. Jansen guarded by Cowart. Crossover dribble. Left of the lane. Stops. Kicks it back outside to McCool. Three on the shot clock. McCool's going to have to take the long three. Just barely grazed the iron. And the rebound taken down by Jessica Nix. Nix will get it up the floor into the front court to Cowart. Cowart over on the right side to Nix. Now top of the key. It goes to Acock. Dribbles inside the lane. Dumps it off underneath. and Knocked out of bounds by Freegi. Last touch by the mount. Looked like McCool got her hands on it. And Franklin will keep the basketball underneath their own bucket. 20 on the shot clock, a minute 30 on the game clock, and Maddie Haberthy, after a quick breather, now is going to rush to the scorer's table and come back in. She had about a 30-second breather game clock-wise, maybe a minute real time. Inbounds pass goes to Nix. Nix into the lane. Right-hand hook shot on the glass and in. Nix with her first two, and it's now an eight-point Franklin lead. Haberthy will bring it up the left-hand side into the front court. Haberthy with the basketball. Looks over to head coach Dan Benjamin to call the play. Behind the back dribble. Haberthy guarded by Coward. Nobody really moving for the Lions. Haberthy tried to get a pass away. Ball got knocked free. Picked off the floor by Nix. And Nix is screaming for a timeout. The outside official is going to call a jump ball. 
And now the officials are going to say, did she actually have possession of the basketball? doesn't matter because the official went ahead and called it to Franklin on the jump ball. So Franklin will get it at center court. 33-25, a minute five to go. And the shot clock will be at 29 since they will say a second elapsed before she was tied up. With it is Coward on the left wing. It goes to Freezy. Freezy back out front, Acock on the right side to Coward. Coward gets it back to Acock, top of the circle. Squins it over to Acock. Now back over on the right side to Cross, right of the lane. Out front to Coward. Coward inside the lane. Ran right over the top of Maggie Schoolfield. And an offensive foul is going to be called against Franklin. And that will be on Coward. On Jenna Coward, that is her first. And that's the second against Franklin as a team here in this second quarter of play. 47.3 seconds to go in the first half. Lions down by 8, 33-25, but they have the basketball. Gets it to McCool. McCool between the circles. Spins it on the left-hand side to Haberthy. Now back out front to Jansen. Jansen, bounce pass left of the lane. It goes to McCool to the left elbow. Back over to Haberthy. Left of the lane all the way to the hole. Laid it up on the iron. No, and the rebound taken down by Coward. Coward's got four rebounds here this evening on the left-hand side. To Freezy. Freezy spins it down into the right corner to cross. 16 seconds to go in the half. Franklin looking for the last shot. Freezy on the left-hand side. And it goes back out to Yant. Yant kicks it over on the left-hand side to Cowart. Cowart puts it up from the left side. No good. Rebound taken down by Acock. Came swooping in to grab the rebound. Put it right back up. And the Lions got caught napping. And the foul will be called on Haley Scott. And Franklin's going to be able to pick up a couple of junk points at the end of this first half. 1.2 seconds left to go. Markham is in. Haberthy is in. Scott will leave after she picks up her second foul. And line left is Ashlyn Acock shooting 63%. Put that one up and in. And I say a couple of junk points because... The Lions, had they boxed out effectively, they wouldn't have to give these up. Second one by Acock, up, and that one is good again. She's got two. Ten-point Franklin lead. Jansen with 1.2 will inbound it on the back baseline. Jansen looking, looking, inbounds it to McCool at midcourt. She's going to launch the three-pointer from midcourt. Missed everything, including the backboard. And that is the end of the first half of action here from the Harrington Center. Lions... We're outscored 18 to 5 in that second quarter, and they are suddenly down by 10 as we enter the halftime festivities, 35 to 25. I'm Dave Mitchell. We'll be back to take a look at the first half stats and stories, and also check out what's happening in Franklin when we return to the Harrington Center on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Every day is a great day at the Wishbone Tavern in the Doha Plaza. The Wishbone Tavern still serves the best wings and burgers in town, but now they offer brunch on Saturday and Sunday starting at 10 a.m. And for your next event, use the Wishbone Tavern's party room, capable of holding up to 60 people. Contact Nicole for a reservation. With a menu full of fresh ingredients, hand-breaded appetizers, and a relaxed family-type atmosphere, your good time will begin when you walk in the door. The Wishbone Tavern in the Delhi Plaza, a proud member of the community, open Monday through Friday at 11, Saturday and Sunday at 10. 
decided a tattoo you had done isn't for you anymore, but you don't want to go through the long, tedious, and sometimes painful removal process, now you can have it removed with integrity and zero judgment at Invisible Ink Tattoo Removers. At Invisible Ink Tattoo Removers, we utilize ink analytics, our plastic surgeon-developed diagnostics. Our exclusive ink analytics system lets us measure your tattoo against more than 60,000 treatments completed by our team. Reviewing over 40 unique factors about your skin and tattoo, Ink Analytics is able to predict the number of treatments you'll need to remove your ink, taking the guesswork out of tattoo removal. Because we're so confident in Ink Analytics, we guarantee our results, which means if your ink is gone before eight treatments, we will prorate and give you money back. And if your ink is not gone in eight treatments, we'll continue to treat you at no cost for up to a year. That's the Invisible Ink Guarantee. Located in Greater Cincinnati at 119 Fairfield Avenue in Bellevue, Kentucky. Schedule a free consultation today by calling them at 866-219-0672. Invisible Ink Tattoo Remover. You're listening to Mount St. Joseph University Basketball on UltimateSportsTalk.com. We're at halftime of today's game, so it's time for the Minutemen Halftime Report. Minutemen Staffing, located at 6600 Dixie Highway in Fairfield. We'll go back to the floor for the staff story and interviews for today's game after this from Minutemen Staffing. Minutemen Staffing wants you. Currently, Minutemen has more positions than workers. Are you in need of work? Maybe a change in direction? Were you laid off and need money to tide you over? Minutemen can help you out. In most cases, on a temporary to permanent work assignment. Many companies have realized the advantages of hiring all their workers through Minutemen Staffing. If you have warehouse, forklift, welding, general labor, or any other kind of industry experience, give Minutemen a call at 513-579-0010 or stop in at 6600 Dixie Highway in Fairfield to fill out an application. We'll put you to work within 24 hours. We go the extra mile to make sure your new position will be the right one. That's what separates Minutemen Staffing from the rest. With more than 35 years' experience in the area, Minutemen Staffing can turn your life around. We're proud that we're helping put Cincinnati back to work. Minutemen Staffing, located in Fairfield at 6600 Dixie Highway. Minutemen Staffing, call today at 579-0010. Minutemen Staffing is an equal opportunity employer. Well, your score here at halftime, 35-25. Franklin on top of the Mount St. Joseph Lions here from the Harrington Center in women's college basketball. I'm Dave Mitchell. Right now going on over in Franklin, the men's game is happening, and Franklin is leading that one at the half, 44-36. to Devin Young is leading the way for the Lions as he has got 12 points. Brady Thomas has added 11 but the Lions are down on the scoreboard by eight because Kale Morris has pumped in 12 points tonight. Sam Gutierrez, 10, and Borden Kennedy with nine. Peyton Mills has added six. If there is going to be a detriment for Franklin this year in the men's tournament, it will be the fact that their bench is virtually non-existent. They do not get much production off of their bench when they start facing off against the better teams in the conference, the Hanovers, the Transies, and the Rose Hallmans. They might win the tournament, but they will be doing it because they will have it on their home floor. If it's not on their home floor, Franklin right now would probably be beat by Hanover and Transy. And when you look at men's college basketball scores around the Heartland right now, hey, 
you've got some things going on this evening where the Lions, right now, that Hanover game in women's college basketball, boy, that thing, the battle for first place in the Heartland as far as the women are concerned, Hanover with nine minutes to go in the ball game is leading Transylvania by six, 44 to 38. That game going on in Hanover, and right now the Panthers have got the lead over the Pioneers, 44 to 38. One final already recorded tonight. Bluffton defeated Defiance this evening, 75-67. That's good news for the Lions because they hold all the tiebreakers when it comes to Defiance. Hard to believe because they've split this year and they've got the same amount of points scored against the other team this season. But nonetheless, they've got the tiebreakers against the Yellow Jackets. Elsewhere in women's basketball at the half also, Rose Holman is beating Earlham 32-24. That would be another case that would help out the Lions tremendously here this evening. And they've also got the tiebreakers against Rose Holman. So if Rose beats Earlham, that definitely is in favor of the Lions. And Anderson is winning by five. That game just got underway a little bit ago, 19-14. But now it says it's at the start of the third quarter. So Anderson is up by five in a low-scoring affair in Manchester against the Spartans. That's a look at the scoreboard. Let's take a look at the top 25 college basketball Division One scoreboard as we get... Set for March Madness here in just a couple of weeks, folks. Believe it or not, the conference tournaments are going to start banging away here in just a couple of weeks. And in the second half, just under four minutes left to go, 21st-ranked Butler is now down to 16th-ranked Seton Hall, 59-57. to In other games tonight, Syracuse is at Louisville. Auburn goes to Georgia. Duke will be at North Carolina State. That game tips off at 9 o'clock. Also at 9 o'clock, Tulsa will be at 22nd-ranked Houston. And 12th-ranked Villanova will travel to Chicago to take on DePaul. Those games will tip off at 9 o'clock later on this evening. I'm Dave Mitchell. We'll take a look at the halftime stats of this ball game. Right now, Franklin on top of it by 10, 35-25. Minutemen staffing wants you. Currently, Minutemen has more positions than workers. Are you in need of work? Maybe a change in direction? Were you laid off and need money to tide you over? Minutemen can help you out, in most cases on a temporary to permanent work assignment. Many companies have realized the advantages of hiring all their workers through Minutemen staffing. If you have warehouse, forklift, welding, general labor, or any other kind of industry experience, give Minutemen a call at 513-579-0010 or stop in at 6600 Dixie Highway in Fairfield to fill out an application. We'll put you to work within 24 hours. We go the extra mile to make sure your new position will be the right one. That's what separates Minutemen Staffing from the rest. With more than 35 years' experience in the area, Minutemen Staffing can turn your life around. We're proud that we're helping put Cincinnati back to work. Minutemen Staffing, located in Fairfield at 6600 Dixie Highway. Minutemen Staffing, call today at 579-0010. Minutemen Staffing is an equal opportunity employer. Well, the Lions are down right now 35-25 here at halftime. They were leading going into the second quarter 20-17, but they were outscored in that second quarter to play 18-5, and that's the reason they're down by 10. Maddie Haberthy has got 13 points to lead both teams in scoring. She's 5 of 11 from the field, 3 of 4 from three-point range, has not been to the line as of yet. As I told you, both teams committed just four fouls 
in the first half of action. That's each. Four fouls each. Chloe Jansen has got four points in the ballgame. Three points to Carly Dalton and Maggie Schoolfield, and two points to Cameron McCool in the ballgame. Jaleel Fair-Harris, Mackenzie Markham, Rachel Moody, and Haley Scott have all played but have not scored in the contest. As far as Franklin is concerned, Bailey Walker is leading the way. She's the only girl in double figures this evening. She's got ten points. Destiny Cross with six, but Cross has grabbed five rebounds. Bailey Walker, by the way, has four rebounds in the ball game. Of the rebounds that they have, Bailey Walker, Destiny Cross, and Jessica Nix, along with Jenna Coward, have 18 rebounds between the four of them for Franklin out of the total rebounds of 24. So they've got 18 of the 24. Of those 24 rebounds, 11 of them have been offensive for Franklin here tonight. Brittany Ballard, five points in the ballgame along with Cassidy Yant. Isabella Ratliff has got four. Ashlyn Acock off the bench along with Jessica Nix, each with two. And Taylor McDaniel has scored one. Jenna Cowart and Lindsay Frege have each played but have not scored in the ball game. Franklin from the field, 42.4% on 14 of 33. They've shot six three-pointers, made two of them for 33%. And they've gone to the line six times, converted five free shots for 83% here tonight. They've committed... Seven turnovers, leading to eight Mount St. Joseph points. They've got 24 rebounds, as we said, 11 offensive, 13 defensive, and they've dished out 10 assists in the ballgame. They've got 13 bench points here tonight, compared to just eight for Mount St. Joseph. And because of those offensive rebounds, Franklin has converted 10 second-chance points here tonight. As far as the Mount is concerned, they're shooting... 10 of 27 from the field, 37%. So they have put up six less shots than Franklin has in the first half and have converted four less shots than Franklin did in the first half. But they have put up double the amount of three-pointers, 12 three-pointers that the Mount has put up. They've hit five of them for 42%, but they have not been to the line as of yet. The Mount had nine turnovers in that first half, and Franklin converted... 10 points off of those turnovers that the Lions had. The Lions only 10 rebounds in the first half. One offensive, nine defensive. They've only had five assists, one block shot, and three steals in the ball game. We told you they've been outscored on the bench by five in this contest. They've been outscored on second chance points 10 to 4, points in the paint 14 to 10, and fast break points 5 to nothing. And when you look at the scoreboard, right now they are down by 10, 35-25 here at the Harrington Center. I'm Dave Mitchell. Second half action is coming up next on UltimateSportsTalk.com. You're listening to Mount St. Joseph University College Basketball on UltimateSportsTalk.com. We're at halftime of today's game, and you've been listening to the Minutemen Halftime Report. Minutemen Staffing, located in Cincinnati at 6600 Dixie Highway. The second half is next on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Baseball is right around the corner, literally. 
This Sunday, the Mount St. Joseph Lions start the home portion of their baseball season against Otterbein at UC Health Stadium in Florence, Kentucky. Last year, the Lions were led by seniors Roman Rothwell, who hit 350, and Ryan Foley, who hit 296. Jeff Newman enters his seventh year as head coach of the Lions and looks to improve upon last year's nine-win season. I'm Dave Mitchell. First pitch is scheduled for 1 p.m. Sunday, and we'll hit the air starting at 1250. Baseball is back as the Mount hosts Otterbein in the home opener Sunday at 1250 only on UltimateSportsTalk.com Social media has exploded over the years. The way we interact, receive news, and comment with everything has changed in this decade. And Twitter is where people usually discover what's happening. This is Dave Mitchell. With over 500 million tweets being sent each day, hundreds of millions of people are exploring links, articles, retweets, trends, and moments to find out what's new. Businesses strengthen their brands, friends promote themselves, and some just want more followers and likes. I just want to hear from you. Before, during, or after, send me your comments about the game to my Twitter, OHBBCohost. That's O-H-B-B-C-O-H-O-S-T. I hope to hear from you soon. That's OHBBCohost. Well, this Saturday we've got doubleheader action for you coming up from Anderson, where the Mount St. Joseph Lions will be taking on the Anderson Ravens. That game will get underway at 1 o'clock with the women's contest. 3 o'clock with the men. We'll have both of them for you. Our final doubleheader Saturday here on UltimateSportsTalk.com. And as we have been telling you all afternoon long and all evening long, we will be bringing you the first game of the doubleheader Saturday, the home opener for the Mount St. Joseph Lions baseball team from the new Florence Yall Stadium, the HC, or I should say the UC Health Stadium down in Florence, Kentucky, the Lions home field. That game will begin at 1 o'clock, the first one against Otterbein. Lions are going to be on the road Saturday against Emory and Howard. That game coming up Saturday. That's a doubleheader, but it's on the road. Lions will have the basketball going from right to left, down by 10. Jansen will put the ball in play to Harris. Scott on the floor. So is Rachel Moody and Maddie Haberthy, and we are underway. Franklin now drops out of the 2-3 and goes man-to-man with the basketball. Harris. Harris, left of the front court, looking on the back door to Haberthy, can't find her, still with the dribble, gets it out top side, now gets it back out front to Chloe Jansen. Jansen, 12 on the shot clock. Jansen, waiting for a pick by Moody, she'll drive left of the lane, kick it off to Haberthy. Haberthy lost the handle, she's got to create something, she's going to have to force up a three, left side, no good. Rebound taken down by Scott, back up no, but a foul will be called underneath on Franklin. Lions did not rebound the basketball well in the first half. They only had one offensive rebound in that first half. And the foul that time is Haley Scott came in and got the rebound. And she'll go line left shooting two. Puts up the first one. Got it. That's her first point of the ball game. Lions have drawn to within nine. Bailey Walker picked up the foul, by the way. And that is her first. And the first against Franklin as a team here in the third. Second one by Scott. Good again. She's got two. Had five in the first encounter. Lions go full court pressure. And McDaniel got the ball knocked free, but got it back on the left-hand side. And it goes to Walker. Walker top of the circle to Cowart. Cowart hook pass into the right baseline across. Cross got the ball knocked free. Lost it. Picked up off the floor by Julio Fair-Harris. Lions get the turnover. Trying to claw themselves back into this one. Harris left of the circle. Gets it off to Rachel Mooney. Now back out front to Harris with nine minutes to go in the third quarter of action. Harris all the way to the hole against Cross. Put up the shot and Cross just swatted it right out of the air and then took it out of the hands of Harris. 
That's the second block shot of the night by Cross. Gets it up the floor. Cross right of the circle for three. Hit the back iron. Nope. Rebound taken down by Rachel Moody. And coming in and tying her up is Bailey Walker. And the jump ball arrow is going towards Franklin. So the Grizz will get it back. Carly Dalton's going to come in and Jaleel Fair-Harris will sit down. 8.45 left to go. And right now Hanover with 3.52 remaining in the ball game in women's basketball has got a five-point lead over Transy, trying to knock Transy from the unbeaten ranks in the Heartland. With it on the left-hand side, Ballard feeds it down left corner to Cross. Cross, left of the lane, it goes to Walker. Put up the 12-footer, no good. Rebound loose underneath. Comes down into the hands of Walker. Gets it off to McDaniel. Free throw line jumper, good. Taylor McDaniel's got three points in the ball game. And it's again a 10-point lead for Franklin. Into the front court comes Jansen. Jansen with it from right to left to the left elbow. It goes to Haley Scott. Hands it back off to Jansen, top of the key. Left wing Markham. Back top side to Jansen. Jansen looking for the shot. Got the ball knocked free, and Jansen will go back and pick it up near the timeline. Jansen with 10 on the shot clock. Jansen sideline right, 7 on the shot clock. To the right wing, to the right of the elbow. Takes it to the left side. Reverse layup. Good. Chloe Jansen has got six, and it's a 37-29 ball game. McDaniel the other way. Gets it back off to Destiny Cross. Cross right baseline. Spins. Can't find anybody. Now gets the ball back out to Walker. Left-hand side Ballard. Back to Walker. Right wing. Walker dribbles right of the lane all the way to the hole. Lays it up off the glass rim. Nope. And rebound taken down by Jansen. And coming over the top will be Jenna Coward for her second personal foul. And that's the second against Franklin as a team. They'll go back to the full court press, but Jansen will bring it up. Boy, they got the ball in quick after signaling that foul. Bringing it across the timeline is Jansen. Jansen with the top side to the right of the lane, all the way to the hole. She's going to put it up with the right hand, no good. Jansen then goes up against Cross for the rebound. They're going to tie each other up, and it will stay with the mount. Arrow pointing towards Mount St. Joseph, so the Lions get the ball back, down by 8, 37-29, 7.15 to go in the third. We told you, Hanover leading by 5 over Transy in women's basketball. Haberthy between the circles, bounce pass goes to Scott. Underneath pass to Dalton, kicks it off to Markham in the left corner. Markham now dribbles up to the left wing, between the circles, Markham now left of the front court. Markham looking things over, around a pick by Dalton, called for the pick, spins into the lane, back out to Haberthy, ball knocked free, stolen away by McDaniel, ahead of the pack, all the way to the hole, laid it up too hard, McDaniel got her own rebound though, gets it back outside, it goes to Ballard for three, nope, and the rebound knocked loose, taken down by Destiny Cross, more offensive rebounds by Franklin, they get the ball to Cowart, now top of the key to Ballard, back out front McDaniel. McDaniel kicks it over on the right-hand side to Walker. Now to Ballard. Left wing three. In and out. No good. And the rebound taken down by Carly Dalton. Boy, the Lions are giving Franklin more than enough opportunities. All the way to the hole. Dalton throws up a scoop shot. Missed everything. It was partially blocked. And the rebound taken down by Cross. Again, here comes Franklin up the floor. Ballard gets it back to Cross between the circles. Right side two. Cross and Cross is going to be fouled underneath, and that's going to be on Carly Dalton. That will be her first and the team's first here in the third. Common foul, and the Lions are going to use a timeout with 6.12 to go in this third quarter play. Dan Benjamin sees he needs to get things put back in order, and he will. 
612 to go in the third. Your score, Franklin 37, the Mount 29 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. At Mount St. Joseph University, we're on a mission to make sure every single student succeeds in their career. With one teacher for every 11 students, our world-class professors and career counselors will ensure that you not only graduate, but get placed in the career you dreamed of. In fact, 98% of our undergraduates and 100% of our graduate students are working in their field within six months of graduation. Discover your potential. Discover the Mount at msj.edu slash admissions. Going on in Franklin, the Grizz lead the Mount by... Five in that ball game, 54 to 49, as they had a 10 point lead, but now it has dwindled down. Brady Thomas, 17 points. Devin Young, 16 in the ball game to lead the way for the Lions. Sam Gutierrez has popped in 14, and Kale Morris, 12, to lead the way for Franklin, who's trying to stay in a first place tie with Transylvania here tonight in men's basketball. But in women's basketball, the battle for first place, Transylvania and Hanover. Transy's got a one-game lead over Hanover, but Hanover right now has got a seven-point lead over Transy at home with a minute 33 to go in that ball game. Rose Holman leading Earlham, a game we're watching very closely, 34-32. Inbounds after that timeout. Franklin loses the handle of the basketball. Maddie Haberthy got it, and then it's stolen away by McDaniel, McDaniel free throw line, pops it from 14, just a step in front of the line, no good, and Carly Dalton grabs the rebound. Franklin has had more than enough chances to blow this thing open, and they've just gone ice cold in the last two minutes. With the top of the key is Jansen, crossover dribble to the line, spins the left all the way to the hole, and goes out of bounds, last touched by Franklin, and it will stay with them out. So the Lions will put it in play right at their own bucket. Jansen will put it in play. Looking, looking. Can't find Haberthy, so she lobs it out front to Scott. Gets it on the left side to Maddie. Haberthy out near the center circle with the left-hand dribble. Spins to her left, guarded by McDaniel. To the top of the key, all the way into the lane. Top of the key, Scott for the three. Short. And the rebound comes out front to Taylor McDaniel. She'll get it up the floor into the front court. Bounce pass to Scott to Cross. Cross laid it up too hard. And Carly Dalton grabbed another rebound. She's got four tonight. Up the floor, Jansen. Jansen spins it out at the left wing, and she'll reset the offense with 20 on the shot clock. 5.20 to go on the game clock. Jansen out near the center circle for the Lions with the basketball. Dribbles left of the circle, left of the lane, into the lane, spins to the right, throws up an air ball, saved in by Scott, but she stepped out of bounds, and the turnover will give it back to Franklin. Into the ball game now, Cassidy Yent. Yent checks in, sitting down will be Destiny Cross. Cross leads with six points in the ballgame. Yant checks in with five. Full court pressure again put on by the mount. McDaniel will bring it across. Boy, she does a nice job of handling the offense and running it for Franklin. On the left-hand side, it goes to Ballard down in the left corner. Walker has it. Back out front to McDaniel. Inside pass goes to Cowart. Back over on the left-hand side to Walker for the two-point shot from 15. No good. And the rebound taken again by Carly Dalton. She's got five. Up the floor, Markham. Markham with it, sideline right, bounce pass back out to Jansen. 4.35 remaining in this third quarter. Lions find themselves down by eight, and it's been that way for the last three minutes. Jansen, free throw line, might have walked with the basketball, has the basketball in the lane. She'll put it up off the glass rim. Nope, and the rebound will be taken down 
by Franklin. They clear it off to McDaniel. Up the floor, McDaniel to the free throw line. Left corner to Ballard. Got the ball knocked free. Picked off the floor by Jansen. Up the floor. Intercepted on the play by Coward. Coward the other way. All the way to the hole. She'll put up the shot. No, but she's fouled. And will go to the line shooting two. And the foul will be called. And I believe that's on Carly Dalton, and that will be her first, and that's who it will be against, Carly Dalton. 4.07 remaining to go. And it should be her second, but they've got it as her first. 4.07 to go, media timeout taken. Now here from the Harrington Center, your score. Franklin 37, the Mount 29 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Decided a tattoo you had done isn't for you anymore, but you don't want to go through the long, tedious, and sometimes painful removal process? Now you can have it removed using the innovative Pico Way laser technology from Invisible Ink Tattoo Removers. They're on the leading edge of tattoo removal. Located in Greater Cincinnati at 119 Fairfield Avenue in Bellevue, Kentucky, schedule a free consultation today by calling 866-219-0672. Invisible Ink Tattoo Removers. Life should be enjoyed, so get up and start. At Iron Sharpens Iron Personal Training, they develop a healthy relationship with you and provide a positive, encouraging environment to train. The staff at Iron Sharpens Iron will set up a personal training system that fits you and you alone. And your first session is free. Are you ready to have fun and get in shape? Iron Sharpens Iron serves the greater Cincinnati area. Check them out at isi-pt.com. That's isi-pt.com. Or call them today at 513-748-1538. Well, Franklin came in, winners of three in a row, six of their last ten. And they're looking to extend their lead here. Is going line right as Jenna Coward. She puts up the free throw. No good. Coward, her first trip to the line. She's shooting 53% from the stripe this year. Eyes at the second one. Line drives that one. Spun it in and out. No good. And the rebound taken down by Haley Scott. Scott clears it off to Haberthy with four minutes to go in this third quarter. Haberthy just hounded by McDaniel. McDaniel doing a great job of staying in front of Matterthy. Now Haberthy will take it all the way to the hole. She's going to throw up a wild shot. No good, but she's fouled on the way to the bucket. And that will be on McDaniel. McDaniel has done an excellent job here this evening, even though she's picked up her second, of staying in front of Haberthy defensively. Haberthy, line left, put up the first free throw. She's got it. She's got 14. Shooting 82% from the stripe this year. Makes it 37 to 30. Second one by Maddie. Good again. She's got 15. And the Lions down by 6. 37-31. McDaniel lost the handle of the basketball against the full court pressure. But she's going to break the press all by herself and get it off to Walker in the front court. Back out to Coward. Coward right right of the lane. Now at the right elbow. Gets it back outside to McDaniel on the left wing. Coward against the 2-3 zone of the mount. Top of the key, Walker. Walker swings it back over to Coward, sideline left. Coward outside the arc, top of the key, McDaniel, into the lane, and back outside of the lane to Walker, then missed it, tapped up, no good by McDaniel, and the rebound taken down by Haley Scott. Scott got it up to Haberthy, and a foul is going to be called on Taylor McDaniel, and McDaniel gives the official an earful as she walks away, and now... Dana Hagenjoss is going to have to pull McDaniel as that is her third personal foul. 
and that's the fourth against Franklin. Franklin's got four fouls with the 317 mark of this third quarter. That's exactly how many they had in the entire first half. And I'm not complaining. I'm just saying they have done an excellent job of playing defense and not fouling tonight. With it, Haberthy in the center circle. Crossover dribble. Bounce pass left elbow to McCool. Back to Haberthy. And Haberthy drives in and lays it up. Good, and she's fouled. Maddie with 17. She'll go to the line looking for 18. And she has drawn the mount to within four at 37-33. The Lions have held Franklin to just two points in this third quarter, but that's thanks to Franklin just going ice cold from the field. And Haberthy puts up the free throw, and it's no good. And the rebound taken down by Walker. She gets it up the floor. To Cowart, top of the key, onto the left-hand side to Acock, who just came into the ballgame. Feeds it back out to Walker on the right-hand side. It goes down into the right corner to Acock for the three. Got it. Check it. That's Yant. Yant has got eight, and it makes it 40-33. to Franklin again by seven. In the backcourt, Markham. Markham will bring it across the timeline, and the Lions will run the motion offense. Bounce pass goes to McCool near the center circle. Almost drug the pivot foot and walk. Picks up the basketball on the right-hand side. Hands it off to Haberthy. Haberthy, top of the circle. Ten seconds on the shot clock. And Haberthy starts out at the left-hand side around a pick by McCool. Haberthy's going to drive right of the lane against Coward. Laid it up. No, got knocked to the floor. No call. Yant got the rebound. Yant's going to lead the break. It's five on four. Into the right corner. It goes off on the right side to Ratliff. And Ratliff got the basketball back over to... Walker and Walker traveled with the basketball. 2.04 left to go. Going on in Franklin right now. The Grizz in the men's game are leading that contest. With And there's two minutes to go here. It's 67-59. Seven minutes to go in the ball game. Franklin leading it by eight. Minute 53 to go in the third quarter, and it's a seven-point Franklin lead. Jansen on the right side. It goes to Moody, who's back in. Now to Jansen, top of the key. Jansen left elbow, spins it back out front. Nine on the shot clock. Jansen spins left of the lane. Jansen still with the dribble. Trying to get it underneath. Find Scott. Put it up left of the lane. No good. Look what I found. Ball tapped around. Comes down to Acock. Acock will bring it up the floor on the run. Gets it over on the left-hand side for the layup by Walker. No good. Rebound out of bounds. And it'll go back to the Lions. Boy, we have said Franklin has had plenty of opportunities to blow this thing open in the third quarter. And they just have been unable to take advantage of it. In the ball game, Franklin from the field is shooting just 35%. They've gone down 16% since halftime. Bringing it up is Markham. Double team. Gets the pass to Jansen. Jansen all the way to the hole. Laid it up too hard. Rebound knocked around and it comes down into the hands of Franklin's Walker. Walker now gets it off to Coward. Cowart with 25 on the shot clock, a minute five to go in the game clock. Jansen comes in from behind, stole the ball, all the way up the floor, lays it up and in. Jansen with eight. Lions just sticking around, down by five, 40 to 35. Into the front court is Acock. Acock left of the lane, all the way to the hole, left hand scoop shot around the rim, got it to go. Acock with four, and it's 42 35. 
with the basketball school field. Up the floor, Haberthy. Haberthy stops, pops it, right side, no good. Rebound knocked around, comes down to Schoolfield out on the right side. Schoolfield hands it off to Haberthy. Haberthy finally, they're going to call a foul. And Maddie is getting not only frustrated, but whooped. Foul is going to be called on Coward. And that will be her third personal foul. And going to the line will be Maddie Haberthy, shooting one and one. Lions tonight from the strike, four of five for 80% in the ball game. And Haberthy on the evening, two for three. She's got 17 points tonight. Line left, put it up, hung it on the front rim, and got it to go. We said on Saturday, boy, when you start hitting the front rim on free throws, you're tired. And Haberthy did that. She is really gasping for air right now. Lions just at a disadvantage as far as the bench is concerned. Line left. Haberthy, second one. Got that one. So she got them both. She's got 19. At 25 in the first outing, she's going to get a breather for the final 30 seconds plus the timeout period in between quarters. Lions will go with a 2-2-1 full court press down by 5, 42-37. Cowart gets the inbounds in the backcourt. Gets it over on the left-hand side to Acock. Back to Cowart on the right side. Cowart with the right-hand dribble, right of the lane, top of the key. Gets it back over on the left-hand side to Walker. Baseball pass on the right side to Acock. Acock 16 on the clock. Gets it back over to Walker. Three-pointer left wing, no good. Rebound knocked around. Comes into the hands of Acock. Put it up short. Rebound still loose on the baseline, and it'll go out of bounds. Off Franklin, back to the mount. 7.3. Now Maddie Haberthy. Dan Benjamin's going to bring her right back in for the last second. And who will check out? It'll be Jaleel Fair-Harris. Full court pressure put on by Franklin for the final 7.3 seconds. Jansen will put it in play. Does to Haberthy. Maddie will bring it up, and a foul is going to be called reaching in against Franklin's Lindsey Frigi. And Haberthy will go line left, shooting two shots. Frigi picks up her first personal foul. Franklin already over the limit with 4.9 to go in this third quarter. Haberthy trying to draw the mount closer, misses the first free throw. That one was halfway down and spun out. McDaniel's going to run in now on this next free throw for Franklin. Haberthy gets the second one. She's got 20. Haberthy will leave. Harris is in. Scott will leave the ball game. And McCool is in. Schoolfield now will check out. Dalton is back into the ball game for the Lions. Putting it in play on the back baseline will be Franklin's Bailey Walker. Inbounds the basketball to Acock. Acock three seconds in the backcourt. Feeds it off to McDaniel. Left to the front court for the long three. Drilled it. Holy Toledo. McDaniel drills the 35-footer. Scenes from Earlham on Saturday in the men's game. Your score at the end of three. The Grizz have opened up a seven-point lead as we head to the final ten minutes. Franklin 45 to Mount 38 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Every day is a great day at the Wishbone Tavern in the Delhi Plaza. The Wishbone Tavern still serves the best wings and burgers in town, but now they offer brunch on Saturday and Sunday starting at 10 a.m. 
And for your next event, use the Wishbone Tavern's party room, capable of holding up to 60 people. Contact Nicole for a reservation. With a menu full of fresh ingredients, hand-breaded appetizers, and a relaxed family-type atmosphere, your good time will begin when you walk in the door. The Wishbone Tavern in the Delhi Plaza, a proud member of the community, open Monday through Friday at 11, Saturday and Sunday at 10. Well, Taylor McDaniel with that three-pointer, her sixth point of the ball game, has given Franklin a seven-point lead, 45-38, to 38, entering the fourth quarter of play. The Lions were outscored, or actually outscored Franklin, 13-10 to 10 in that third quarter of play to drop within those seven points. But McDaniel, what a dagger she just put into the heart of the Lions. Hanover in women's basketball has just knocked Transy from the unbeaten ranks. They won the ball game tonight 64-57. to The Panthers beating the Pioneers. So they are in a virtual first-place tie in the Heartland Conference. Why not? <laughs> Everything else in this conference is tied up. First place might as well be also. Bluffton already beat Defiance tonight 75-67. And Earl and Rose with in the fourth quarter knotted up at 40. Franklin has the basketball to open up. The fourth quarter of action. Cross gets the basketball off on the right-hand side to Acock, down on the right baseline to Walker. Back out front, McDaniel. McDaniel against the 2-3 zone. Lobs it into the left corner to Walker. Walker with 10 on the shot clock in the left corner. Walker double team. Back out it goes to Ballard all the way to the hole. Throws up a 10-foot floater. Got it. Ballard has got seven. It's a nine-point Franklin lead. 47-38, 9.25 to go in the ballgame. Jansen will bring it across. Do the Lions have another run in them? Maddie Haberthy will come in at the next dead ball for the Lions. She got an extended rest. More than she normally gets. Jansen with it between the circles. Right of the lane. Kicks it off to McCool. Right corner. Three by McCool. Missed everything. Overshot it. And the rebound taken down by Walker. Up the floor to McDaniel into the front court. McDaniel right side on the left-hand side. Ballard for the three. Hit the front iron. No. Ballard got her own rebound. Knocked to the floor by McDaniel. Ball got loose and it was picked out of the air by Dalton. Up the floor to Jansen. Jansen all the way to the hole. Laid it up and in. And she's fouled after the shot. As Cross ran her right over after the shot, and she hit her head against the floor. Bucket will count. Boy, I don't know how you don't call that a common foul after the fact. That was way underneath the basket after she had already let the ball go. And Jansen will go to the line looking to complete the three-point play. She's got ten, and this will be her first trip to the stripe. Makes it a 47 to 40 game, 848 to go in the ball game. Jansen put it up and in. She's got 11. And the Lions now down by six again, 47 to 41. McDaniel in the backcourt. Gets the basketball off on the left hand side to Acock down on the left baseline. Walker from 15, spun it in and out. No rebound all alone up and in is Acock. Nobody for the Lions boxed out underneath and Acock Came away with the easy bucket. She's got six of an eight-point Franklin lead. Into the front court, Haberthy. Haberthy, right lane, gets it off to Julio Fair-Harris. Harris with the basketball. Between the circles on the left-hand side to Haberthy. Back over to Harris, right of the front court. Inside the lane to Jansen. Right baseline to McCool from 15. No good from the baseline. And the rebound taken down by McDaniel. McDaniel leading the break. Brings it up the floor on the right-hand side to Walker. Walker. Feeds it back out front to McDaniel. And McDaniel looks over to the coach and says, let's reset the offense with 18 on the shot clock. 
on the left-hand side. Ballard down into the corner to cross. Tried to feed a pass inside to McDaniel. Intercepted by Jaleel Fair-Harris. She'll lead it the other way. Harris gets it off to Jansen. Back out to Harris. Harris looking underneath. Feeds it to Jansen right corner. Jansen, cross-court pass to the left wing to Haberthy. To Markham, all alone left corner for the three. Hit the back iron. Nope. Bounced high. Rebound taken down by Franklin. Acock gets the ball up the floor to Walker. Underneath the cross. Laid it up and in. And she's fouled by Haberthy. That's eight for Cross. Franklin did an excellent job of moving the basketball on the break and finding Cross open underneath the bucket. Haberthy picking up her first personal foul of the ballgame. That's the first against the Lions as a team here in the fourth. McCool will check out. And checking back in for the Lions is Haley Scott. Line right, Destiny Cross. She's got eight looking for nine. Got it. And now Cross will leave the ball game after hitting that free throw and coming back in as Cassidy Yant. Yant with eight. Cross leaves with nine. 7.21 remaining. It's an 11-point Franklin lead. Jansen with the basketball left wing. Around a pick by Scott. Right wing it goes to Haberthy for the long three right side. Nope. And the rebound will be taken down by Bailey Walker. Walker will bring it up from left to right. Now get it back off to McDaniel, and she'll bring it into the front court on the right-hand side. To Ballard, top of the key, Walker. Now back over to Acock. Swings it on the left-hand sideline to McDaniel, to the left of the key. Back out front to Ballard on the right wing, Acock. Acock outside the three-point arc. Lost the dribble, but got it back. Gets it right in the lane to Walker. Walker pivots, gets it back out to Ballard for the left wing three. No good. Rebound taken down by Walker underneath. Put it right back up and in. Check that. That was Acock. Excuse me. Acock got the bucket. She's got eight. Lions just have not rebounded tonight. Franklin has killed the Lions on the offensive glass. Right in the lane, Scott. Down by 13, 54-41. Out front to Jaleel Fair-Harris. On the left wing, it goes to Markham. Markham down to the left corner. Bounce pass to Scott. Left block. Scott then dribbled it off her knee and out of bounds. So the Lions turn the basketball over at a very inopportune time. They've got 14 turnovers, and Dan Benjamin's going to have to use a timeout. 6-13 left to go in your game from the Harrington Center in Cincinnati. Your score, Franklin 54, Mount St. Joseph 41 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Minutemen Staffing in Cincinnati has been helping companies large and small meet their production challenges for over 35 years. What makes Minutemen Staffing different? The people. Minutemen Staffing has learned never to take a customer for granted. We feel a sense of honor and humility giving you an opportunity to work. Learn what sets us apart from the other staffing agencies. Minutemen Staffing, located in Fairfield at 6600 Dixie Highway. Minutemen Staffing, call today, 579-0010. Baseball is right around the corner, literally. This Sunday, the Mount St. Joseph Lions start the home portion of their baseball season against Otterbein at UC Health Stadium in Florence, Kentucky. Last year, the Lions were led by seniors Roman Rothwell, who hit 350, and Ryan Foley, who hit 296. Jeff Newman enters his seventh year as head coach of the Lions and looks to improve upon last year's nine-win season. I'm Dave Mitchell. First pitch is scheduled for 1 p.m. Sunday, and we'll hit the air starting at 1250. Baseball is back as the Mount hosts Otterbein in the home opener. Sunday at 1250 only on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Well, let's hope there is some sunshine on Sunday from 
UC Health Stadium down in Florence, Kentucky. Looking forward to that one. 54 to 41. The Grizz on top of the Lions here by 13. 613 remaining to go. And going on over in Franklin. 35 seconds to go in the ball game. Franklin has opened up a 10 point lead over the Lion men. 83 to 73. McDaniel gets the inbounds. Lions drop off the full court pressure. And they get the ball over on the left hand side to Cowart. Goes off to Acock on the right wing. It goes now to Walker. Walker back over to McDaniel. Back to Walker. Right baseline from 15. Hit the side iron. No. Rebound over the top. Knocked out of bounds by Acock. And it will return to the mound. And Franklin's going to stick with that full court pressure. Lions, to be quite honest, have just forgotten how to box out here tonight. And unfortunately, that has cost them in the rebounding total. Harris will bring it up all the way. Kicks it off into the right corner to Markham for the long three. Got it. Mackenzie Markham, her first three of the ball game, And it's a 54-44 game. In the front court, Markham stole the basketball, stepped on the sideline, and out of bounds. So it will return to Franklin. Lions have been out-rebounded here tonight 43-24. Unfortunately... That's pretty much the way the rebounding totals have gone average-wise, although the Lions are 10 under what they're at. But as far as Franklin is concerned, yep, they're averaging 42 rebounds a game, and they've got 43 tonight. 54-44 Franklin. Left of the circle, it goes to Walker. Got the ball knocked free, but picked off the floor by Acock. Back over to McDaniel for the long three. No good, and the rebound taken down by Haley Scott. Gets it up the floor to Jansen. Feeds it off to Haberthy. Haberthy left side. Picked up the basketball. Back to Jansen. Crossover dribble. Left of the lane. Gets it off to Harris. Left corner. Dribbles left of the lane. Now gets it back over to Scott. Over to Harris. Left wing. Swings it over to Haberthy. 15 on the shot clock. Haberthy with the basketball. Looking underneath. Gets a bounce pass right of the circle to Scott. Scott with the left hand dribble. Stops. Pops it from 16. Left side. No good. And the rebound taken down by Walker. Lions 446. Away from losing this ball game here tonight. With it, top of the circle on the left-hand side. It goes back to Yant. Yant to McDaniel. McDaniel crossover right of the lane. She's going to drive all the way to the lane. The hoop no good. Rebound Jansen. Kept the dribble as she fell to the floor. And then she's going to be tied up. As coming in over the top is Franklin Zaycock to force the jump ball. And Franklin will keep his, no, check out, the Mount will have possession of the basketball. As the arrow is pointed towards Mount St. Joseph. 4.25 left to go. Jansen puts the ball in play to Scott. Back to Jansen. She leads the break two on three. Gets it back over to Markham for the long three. Hit the back iron. No good. Rebound taken down by Scott. Back out to Haberthy. Down into the right corner. It goes to Jansen for another long three. Banked around it. No good. And the rebound taken down by Cross. Clears it off to McDaniel. Up the floor into the front court. On the left-hand side to Acock. Now back to Cowart. Cowart right in the lane. Off to Cross right wing. Top of the circle it goes. To Walker. Walker drives right of the lane all the way to the hole. Lays it up and in. That's the first two points of the second half by Bailey Walker. And it's a 12-point Franklin lead. Left wing all alone. Haberthy for the three. Hit the back iron and then bounced up and hit the shot clock. So that puts it out of bounds. And now Dan Benjamin is going to use his final timeout. 3.41 3.41 left to go in the ball game from the Harrington Center. Final game of the year here from the Harrington Center. Your score, 
Franklin 56, the Mount 44 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Decided a tattoo you had done isn't for you anymore, but you don't want to go through the long, tedious, and sometimes painful removal process? Now you can have it removed using the innovative PicoWay laser technology from Invisible Ink Tattoo Removers. They're on the leading edge of tattoo removal. Located in Greater Cincinnati at 119 Fairfield Avenue in Bellevue, Kentucky. Schedule a free consultation today by calling 866-219-0672. Invisible Ink Tattoo Removers. Well, going on over in Franklin, the Lions have fallen to the Grizz in men's basketball, 83-73. to Mount St. Joseph now 6-18 and on the year, 4-13 and in the Heartland. Franklin 16-8. and They will keep pace with Transy at 12-5, and depending upon what Transylvania does later on tonight. Brady Thomas led the way for the Lions. He had, check out, Devin Young led the way for the Lions. He had 26 points this evening. Brady Thomas, 23. Reese Thompson, 9. Tanner Close, 7. Avery Paddock added 4. Will Christie got some playing time tonight. He had 2 points. Sammy Robbins also with 2. Sam Gutierrez led the way for Franklin with 18. Danny Goggins had 17. Borden Kennedy, 14. And Kale Morris, 12. So Franklin stays in first place with one game left to go this Saturday. 3.38 left to go here. Franklin with a 12-point lead, 56-44. And they have the basketball. Dan Benjamin of the Lions has no timeouts left. Lions in the man-to-man. On the right wing, it goes to Acock. Right of the lane, it goes to Walker. Laid up the shot. No good. Missed a point blank. And the rebound taken off by Haberthy. Gets it up the floor to Markham. Markham, sideline left. Back out front, Jansen. Jansen, the point guard for the Lions. 3.15 left to go in the ballgame. Lions down by 12. Lions need a lot of points very quickly. Jansen, left wing, bounce pass underneath to Markham. Back into the right corner to Haberthy. Long three, high arcing, no good. Rebound loose on the baseline. Picked off the floor, though, by Acock. Acock will bring it the other way, and reaching in for the foul will be Maddie Haberthy. And that will be her second personal foul. Second against the Lions as a team. Doubleheader Saturday. Coming up here on Ultimate Sports Talk. The Lions will be in Anderson. Women at one. Men at three. We'll be on the air at 12.45 with the pregame show. Join us then. 56-44. Left of the lane. Gets it down to McDaniel. 15-footer for Taylor. Put it up no good. And the rebound taken down by Mackenzie Markham. Markham will bring it up from right to left into the front court. Jansen, left wing. Jansen looking things over. Franklin has gone back to the man-to-man. They went 2-3 for a long period of time here tonight, and that's what opened up the lead, especially in the second. Jansen, left side, reach and foul, called against Coward. And that is her fourth. And the second against the Grizz here in the final quarter of play. Putting it in play. Jansen, left of her own bucket. Jansen looking, gets it inbounds to Haberthy. On the right wing, it goes to Jaleel Fairharris. Spins it over on the left-hand side to Jansen for the long three. Missed everything. Rebound taken down by Scott. Back out to Jansen. Right side, top of the key. It goes to Harris. Six on the shot clock. Harris crossover dribble. Right of the lane. Kicks it back to Scott inside the circle from 17. Missed it off the side iron. And the rebound taken down by Coward. Coward will dribble it up for Franklin. Two minutes to go in the ball game here from the Harrington Center. With it is Coward, guarded by Jaleel Fair-Harris. Kicks it off underneath the cross. Laid it up. No good. Rebound taken down by Acock. She'll put it back up. No, but she's fouled and will go to the line. Foul called against Chloe Jansen. 
And on Chloe, that will be just her first foul of the ball game with a minute 48 to go in it. Harris will leave and checking in Carly Dalton. Line right, Ashlyn Acock. She's got eight. And she'll go to the line shooting two where she is two for two from the stripe tonight. Put that one up and it's short off the front iron. No good. Acock shooting 63% from the stripe. Had seven in the first game. Eight against the Lions in this one off the bench. Second one by Acock. That one's good. Splits the pair. Acock with nine. 57-44 Franklin. They've opened up a 13-point lead here in this fourth and final quarter of play. Haberthy between the circles with a right-hand dribble. Between the legs dribble out near the center circle. 19 on the shot clock. Haberthy guarded by McDaniel. Boy, she has done an outstanding job on Maddie tonight. Hands it off to Jansen. Jansen on the left wing. Gets it left of the lane. In against Cross. Laid it up off the glass. Nope. And Cross takes the rebound down. Clears it up the floor to Cowart. Into the front court. Cowart with a minute 20 to go. Guarded by Jansen. Top of the key. On the right wing it goes to McDaniel. And Franklin will run some clock. 18 on the shot clock. Cowart goes left of the lane. Kicks it off on the left-hand side to Acock. Threw up a air ball. Pulled out of the air by Jansen. Feeds it up to Haberthy. But it'll be tracked down. Knocked away. Stolen away by Markham. Markham right baseline to Cowart. Cowart off to Matt Mackenzie Markham for the three-pointer. Way outside. No good. Went halfway down and came out. Haberthy on that play hit the floor hard. And she's still grabbing at her shoulder as she's coming up the floor. 44 seconds left to go. Lions in the man-to-man, but it doesn't matter from here on out. It's a 13-point Franklin lead. On the left-hand side is McDaniel. McDaniel with the basketball. Dribbles right side. Now down over the left-hand side to Walker. She'll drive the lane. Pop it from seven. Hung on the iron. No. Rebound. Cross right back up and in. Cross has got 11 offensive rebounds all night long. And Jansen inbounds the ball. Stolen away by Franklin. And a foul will be called on Chloe Jansen. And that was just totally out of frustration. That'll be the fourth team foul against the Lions. Jansen and Haberthy have logged a lot of minutes over the last five games. McCool is in for Jansen. Harris is in for Scott. Schoolfield has checked into the ball game. Lions just were unable to do anything tonight. They lost their center, Aaliyah Huff. Thanks to that sprained ankle. Franklin with the basketball, but that's no excuse. Franklin just did the job that they had to do tonight, what they usually do, and that is crash the boards. Eight seconds to go, 59-44. McDaniel is just going to run out the clock, and Mount St. Joseph will hand Franklin their fourth win in a row. The Mount falls to 7-17 and overall, 6-11 and in Heartland Conference play. Franklin moves now to 15-8. and They are 11-6 and and firmly entrenched in third place in the Heartland Conference. Your final score here tonight, Franklin 59, the Mount 44.